see who has a heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. You never made it in a squat? The titan of terror. Colossus of clout? The can't crash, man. Oh, yeah, the great Bambino. I thought you said the great Bambi. That wimpy deer? Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. Daily & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at Innovative Realty Solutions, Solutions.com at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell, there when things go wrong, here to help life go right. The world is changing. The Tailgate Talk app has changed. It's got a new name and a new look. It's now known as PAS Plus, and it's your home for Applebee's Tailgate Talk, along with James Clement Sports and Calhoun Basketball. Change never heard, huh? Look for the download links at pasnetwork.net or tailgatetalk.net. PAS Plus, play action sports plus a little extra. PAS Plus from Play Action Sports. Hey, this is East Limestone baseball coach Adam Brown, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I am Juan Adam 12 Dodson, and we are live from Applebee's in Athens. I am joined in studio by Todd, the Bod Tomerlin, and the producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert. We have a great show lined up for you today. Unfortunately, Tomcat cannot be with us. He has a thing at a place today. So you're stuck with Walmart Tomcat, also known as me. So we have a great show for you today. To start, Not to start off, but you know, one of our main guests today is UNA women's basketball coach, Missy Tybert, who just celebrated her 150th win with the Lady Lions team. We also have West Limestone baseball coach, Ryan Griffin, 
and we have James Clemens and Elkwatt track coaches Drew Bell and Matt Black along with some of their athletes. Of course, it goes without saying we have Clay Freak Daddy Coleman of the Huntsville Havoc and the Swami of the SEC, AP Stead, will also be part of the mix. Look for us on Applebee's at or look for us on Facebook at Applebee's Tailgate Talk and on Instagram or Twitter at Tailgate Talk AL. Visit us online at tailgatetalk.net to get scores and archives of past shows. You can also vote for the Athlete of the Week poll and nominations for future polls as well as... Excuse me, I lost my breath. (laughs) (laughs) Find the links to download the PS Plus app for your Android or iOS devices. Follow the Tailgate Talk podcast on iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart, Google, and other popular podcast platforms. It's a lot of notes to go through. It is a lot of notes to go through. <laughs> I need to work on my breathing. <laughs> Hear us on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus. Call or text us during the show at 256-812-1TGT, also known as 256-812-1848. Guys, how are we doing today? I think we're doing all right, buddy. Great, great. Good to I'm, be here. Yeah, good to be been here. Missing y'all. Yeah, I started to been say, missing you. Been a while. It's been so. a two or three weeks, I think. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you on. You know, um, we're happy. We're happy to see you. Well, I'm well, happy to be here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Looking as good as ever. I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> thank you. Like I said, you know, we have a great show today, and I was also going to send it over to Tim Lambert, also known as producer extraordinaire, for scores. And more. All right. Well, we've got uh, basketball teams wrapping up their seasons uh, this weekend. Uh, well, we hope they're not right. yet well, wrapping yeah. up their seasons, but we do have some. Uh, wasn't a good day for the uh, James Clemens girls yesterday. No. Uh, met up with uh, the Hoover girls in uh, the regional semifinals down at Wallace State, and uh, they got. Uh, well, they just got beat fifty to twenty. I, I got How's to. I was, I was looking at the stats, and that that thirty point difference the was what Hoover got points off of turnovers. Mm, James really? Clemens turnovers. Yeah, they got thirty points off James Clemens turnovers. Wow, how many turnovers do they have? Then um, obviously at least fifteen. Uh, I can't remember. I'll have to go. They could have been really at efficient at you know turning those turnovers into points too. It well, yeah, like that's it. true because they. I don't know that we may they may have had about double digit turnovers because seemed like I, I was watching the the little stat thing mm-hmm. on online last night or yesterday and it looked <laughs> like every time I turned around it was James Clemens turnover. Away, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can't beat anybody with that many turnovers. Alabama found out the other night against Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that game yeah. was uh, that game was brutal to watch. Yes, Absolutely it was. Brutal. Absolutely. Mm. Um, other basketball scores: Calhoun women beat Wallace Selma uh, last night, seventy-eight to fifty, and then uh, the Calhoun men came up short, sixty-eight to sixty-six. They had another overtime loss uh, a couple of nights. I think it was back on Wednesday night too. Um, baseball. Still, oh, go ahead. I was ahead. gonna say it's just still good to hear Calhoun basketball. It is, yeah. you know. It is, and you know the the support they've had throughout the year, mm-hmm. especially you know with them just being fresh. You know, it's been pretty cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had Bobby Shuttleworth on in between games and talked to her about her her dad coaching there. You know, for so long, and and she had she had some. Had some stories for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I recorded it, and I, who knows? We may use that as a segment here uh, one day. But, uh, I mean, she had stories about, uh, well, her dad, and then uh, one about Pat Summit, you know. Yeah, so wow. Um, 
So that that was it was really interesting visit with her. Uh, baseball, Scottsboro beat James Clemens uh, in the Jets' uh, opening game yesterday, five to four. But the uh, freshman Jets swept Hazel Green in their games. So that was at least one uh, James Clemens win yesterday. Um, oh, back to basketball, though. Today, uh, the Clemens girls are playing midfield. And uh, at last uh, last uh, text, message ch- text message here, Jay's down there watching it. And uh, uh, they were ahead. Uh, the Lady Colts were ahead 35-17 at halftime. It's actually 52-29 with Is three it? minutes to go in the third. Okay. I just got an update. We have some oh, okay. well-placed sources here on Tailgate yes, Talk. We got them everywhere. Um, <laughs> what did you say? 52, 52 to 29 with three minutes left to go in the third. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so he'll probably text us at the end of the third. Yeah. With it. Um, and then, uh, of course, due to the weather situation, we had, had some uh, changes in the schedule right. uh, down there. The uh, Elkmont boys will be playing midfield uh, right after the Clements girls get through. And then the Lauderdale County girls play Carbon Hill. And then the Lauderdale County boys will take on Childersburg after that. And then uh, later on this afternoon, at, I think it's 4 or 4.30, the uh, Tanner boys play Red Bay. And then uh, the East Limestone girls on Monday will play Pleasant Grove at 6. And so that's a different time than, than what they thought it was going to be. Uh, soccer yesterday, Athens girls beat Elkmont 7 to nothing. Uh, the Athens boys lost to Tuscaloosa County 2 to 1. Uh, James Clemens girls lost to Homewood two to zero, and the uh, James Clemens JV boys beat West Morgan two to one. And then uh, Athens High's Will Anderson advanced to today's state finals in the 132-pound division of the state wrestling meet. So, it's a dynasty. He's a single single man dynasty as well. Yeah, and so he's he's the last local man standing there and yeah. so we'll kind of see what what happens uh, with him uh congratulations to james clemens malia robinson and brianna smith who signed with calhoun and lurleen b wallace uh, volleyball nice earlier this week and uh well let's see coming up uh, in well next month We'll be live at the VBC with the Huntsville Havoc. So uh, we were going to do that earlier this month and decided to wait. So um, anyway, so that's what's coming up with us. Scores and more brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. So what did you all think about the Super Bowl? I I think James Bradbury coming out and saying that he held him, this solved a lot of that scripted, the NFL is rigged uh, narrative that automatically came out of it because Bradbury's like, yeah, I held him and I tried to get away with it and I hope they wouldn't call it. So I thought that did a lot to kind of simmer down a little bit of the vitriol to say. Yeah. I mean, was it a penalty? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Had it been done? numerous times prior to that in the game Facts. probably yeah was it called no no you're I mean, right you know what i mean yeah. i mean so that why do you want to call i mean i don't know i don't know i i, I mean i liked both teams obviously pulling for philadelphia a little bit more obviously because of the too. local connection right um because you know you didn't ever, you, you know um you never know when you're gonna get the opportunity to get back no you, um, you always you think know, you have right. an opportunity but um 
but yeah, I, you know, it was a really great game. I mean, it was it really awesome. Was. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't ask for more exciting. I think the thing that gets on most people's nerves is that they're not consistent. Well, that's with the, the thing. Calls. It's just be consistent. Yeah, and and I mean, like, like the catch earlier in the game, um, Devontae Smith. Thank you. I was that was bring a that freaking up. catch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was a catch. You can look at it a hundred different ways. It was a catch. And then later in the game, the tight end. On the sidelines. Goddard? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm not sure if that was a catch. They ruled it that it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, remember when he was he, he, the ball shifted as he was going out of bounds? See, well, I was kind of yeah, in right and right. out watching it. So Okay, I, so, I mean, there you go with the consistency. And that was – both of those plays were being reviewed by somebody, you yeah. know. I mean, they saw something totally different than America saw in hey, most cases. And you know who almost came up with an awesome catch is Quez. Oh, my goodness, you know, you know, If yeah. Quez would have come down with that one, that would yeah. be – other than A.J. Brown's catch, that Boy, probably would have catched the game. No, bless his heart. He should have had. But, I mean, he almost, but he almost came down with a like snag. three times, two or three. It, yeah. it wasn't many. I don't, I don't know if he was just in that great of coverage or – obviously, he's not, you know, the number one receiver. So, you know, they're not looking at him right out of the gate. But, yeah, but I'd be, I'd be willing to say he's probably one of the best wide receivers Oh, in the damn. entire league. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, and I just I wish he would have come down with that ball. I was I was I, yeah. I was jumping out of my yeah. couch honestly when he when he was about to snag it. I was like, oh man. Yeah, but uh, I, you know, congratulations to him and Reed Bowles. Absolutely, just for getting there and you know Reed's story. I'd love to have him on. Just yeah, you know, being undrafted, you know, MTSU and then mm-hmm. you know practice squad get called up and then you're starting and your first interceptions <laughs> against your boy Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, you can't write. That's a book, man. You know. Yeah. And one thing I really like about Quez is, you know, he does that football camp yes. every year. Where it's a, and I think that's the most direct way that a football player can impact the yeah, community is back. by is by giving back to yeah. the younger people. Yeah, coming home, he didn't have to come back here to Athens, he Alabama, doesn't. do squat. Yeah, but he does. He does. You know, very so. frequently. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so anyway, that's that's all I got. Um, well. Tim. Unless, unless y'all have something. Well, Tim has allowed me to uh, make an announcement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. C has allowed me to make an announcement on this show. I knew and there I, was something uh, else. Yeah, no, I, I, re- I really appreciate you, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> so I am now over with WKAC, and under the guidance of my friend here, Tim Lambert, I am starting my own uh, sports radio show. It's going to be Tuesday and Friday, 10 to 11. It's going to be called 256 Sports Radio. Hmm. And the whole idea of the show is Tuesday is going to be student athletes interviewing other student athletes, and Friday is going to be coaches interviewing other coaches. So, like, for my first show, I'm going to have Cody Gross on. At least that's the plan. And I've, I've, talked, to him, I've <laughs> talked to him about it, and we're hashing out the details right now. He said sounds great, and I just need to let him know when I get the guests uh, hmm. finalized. Pretty cool format. I like that. Well, what's, what I really like about it is the Tuesday show is going to feature three student-athlete co-hosts who are all aspiring sports journalists. Yeah, there you go. I so, mean, you're giving them a good, great opportunity, and, right. and, and, and you know you can help them along the way. That's pretty cool, man. I, I'm happy about it. So Caroline Roberts, uh, she plays uh, girls soccer and runs uh, cross-country for Athens. She'll be one of my co-hosts. She shadowed me at the newspaper and wrote okay. articles with me. Lily Hosmer, uh, the girls soccer player for East Limestone, who's going to UNA for on a scholarship for soccer. She'll be another one. And then Trey Johnson, uh, the football player for East Limestone. Nice. He'll be another one joining me. And they're all aspiring sports journalists and, and even uh, if they're not just to give them the opportunity right. to be on air and you know someday depending on how good they are they're going to have a microphone stuck in front of them they're going right. to know they're going to have to know how radio works and interact and all that that's pretty cool yeah. and, they, and they'll probably ask each other questions that we wouldn't think about because we're not at that age level yeah. you know yeah trey johnson is that demontre mm-hmm. okay it so is he, yeah so yeah he's a signee too yeah, yeah. 
yep, yep, yep. So. And then, uh, you know, Caroline's going to Auburn, uh, not on a sports scholarship, but she's choosing to go just the more uh, sports journalism route when she gets to Auburn. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's exciting times. I'm just trying to keep it as local as possible, including the hosts. You know, so I'm, I'm just going to try to get coaches to host. I've talked to Jonathan Snyder over at Ardmore about potentially being a host. And once again, it'll be called 256 Sports Radio, Tuesday and Friday, 10 to 11 in the morning on WKAC 1080. And, and that starts... Starts March 10th. March 10th. March Friday. Friday, Friday March, 10th. March 10th. And you're going to stretch out a little bit more than right. what, say, Play Action Sports does. You're getting into neighboring counties, too. Right. right. So, think, so, yeah, I'm going to keep it limestone-focused just because, you know, that's where my bread and butter has been the past 17 months working for the paper. But I'm also going to be able to promote the sports radio show in the Madison Weekly News. They're going to bring me on as a freelance reporter, and I'm going to be writing uh, for them. I'm still focusing on Limestone as well, where I'll be able to promote the show in articles. They're also going to write an article about me to promote the show as well. Yeah. So I'm a lot of exciting times, um, a lot of irons in the fire right now, but this thing's, this thing's growing legs, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, good. Congratulations, man. We're proud of you, and, and it sounds like a great opportunity. We know you're going to nail it. So. I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying that. And I believe that after that, it's time for a break. So we will be right back. We're going to try to get some chicken fingers. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus, and hear it in crystal clear quality. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at P4PhysicalTherapy.com. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community recognizes. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I am First National Bank Student Advisory Board member Dakota McNair from West Limestone High School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. It's 2023, and it's the year of the gig. Gig Speed Internet has the power to change lives, starting right where you live. Slay your workouts this year. Stream your sets. Track your runs. Chart your gains. Call WKNT at 877-954-8748 to get your gig life started today. That's 877-954-8748. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore. It's time for you 
Uvisor. Call now, 374-3858. Soar Addiction Recovery. PASnetwork.net. It's now your gateway to the Play Action Sports Network. Whether it's play action sports coverage of school, youth, and amateur sports from Athens and Limestone County, or Calhoun basketball, James Clemens sports, and Applebee's tailgate talk via PAS Plus. PASnetwork.net. Follow the links to download apps to hear live streams and podcasts, enable Alexa skills, or listen live on your computer. Covering Athens and Limestone County area sports, PASnetwork.net. Hey, this is UAH men's basketball coach John Schulman, and you're listening to Applebee's tailgate talk. I'm all about that action. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Applebee's in Athens, Alabama. I am one Adam Twelve Dodson, joined in studio with Todd the Bod Tomerlin and producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. And on the first National Bank Hotline, making communities great, we got our Swami of the SEC, AP Stedham. AP, how we doing? Hey, good morning, good morning. So glad to be in Applebee's Tailgate Talk, WKAC, 1080 AM, Athens, Alabama. AP, what cool place are you at today? Oh, I'm just uh, here for the weekend. I was gone about, oh, eight or nine days to the Super Bowl in Phoenix. Yeah, how was so that? I, uh, yeah. Oh, it was great. It always has tremendous access to the players and the coaches, and I got a chance to visit with a lot of people, so... Um, yeah, I always enjoy seeing the other media members from across the country and, uh, of course, visiting with the teams in the Super Bowl. So it's fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Uh, did you get to do any interviews post-game? Uh, no, 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 no post-game, but prior to the entire week. So every right. day we're at the press conferences at their hotels. And then the opening night was on usually like the basketball venue or hockey venue that uh, it's on the floor. And then there's fans in the stands and there's loud music and thousands of people trying to do the interviews. You, you're trying to uh, run around that that uh, arena and try to get the person who doesn't have that many people yeah. standing in front of them. Boy, that's work, isn't it, buddy? <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. you have about an hour or so. You, yeah, you know we're living though. our lives vicariously through you, right? I mean. <laughs> You're a hero, so, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, one thing I wanted to talk to you about was, um, yeah. and I don't know how much you've, you've kept up with it or seen it or whatever, but um, I don't know, and it's been three or four years ago, I think, when the original lawsuit was filed by a uh, former uh, Villanova football player, Trey Johnson, but um, I guess the um, court heard his case about he, he has declared that all student athletes are employees of the school and therefore see, yeah. should get at least minimum wage and beyond. Right. Um, man, between that and NIL, and, yeah. and I don't right. know if y'all saw what yeah. uh, Governor DeSanto did yesterday, or where was his name, DeSantis, DeSantis. in Florida. He went ahead and, and made it where coaches um, can actually go ahead and basically um, set up the NIL deals Right. Um, for the players, you know, because they lost a quarterback. Florida, Florida University of Florida lost right. a quarterback. Rashad, I don't remember his yes. name. Rashada. Yes. And um, yeah, because Rashad, of NIL. Yeah. So now they're basically going to let the coaches be agents, it sounds like. Going to, I mean, right. dude. Right. What do you right. think about yeah. all this? Yeah, yeah take, the first, take the last one first. Um, that was always done with a wink-wink. In other yeah, words, exactly. the, the, school, the schools were not supposed to be involved 
in the NIL deals. They were just supposed to receive the deal and review it and then uh, sign off and approve the deal. Were, and then they came with this collective business. Uh, so that was, you know, they would like tell the compliance officer, look, you're no longer the compliance officer. We're hiring you for this private foundation to run the collective. Yeah. Some of the schools did that. But, yeah, and that was some of the wink-wink, as I said. But now it's hands-on. So I don't know if that's going to fly. The NCA might come down on them. But uh, to look, look at your first uh, situation with the employees. That's the nightmare of the NCAA to have student athletes viewed as employees and yeah. compensation and all that type of thing where, you know, workman's comp and, and uh, those uh, scenarios that could develop very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't follow this last um, decision or anything by the court, uh, as you mentioned, but I know that uh, uh, that's been something on the minds of the presidents and athletic directors so, for so long. You know, they're trying to become employees of the university. That We don't want that. Yeah. We'll do anything we can to appease them. And so that I think that's why you have the NILs and, and um, right. things of that yeah. nature to, yeah. to give the money to the student athletes. So that's what I would say about that. But like you said, it, it's a mess because mm. the NCAA is a governing body. And the NCAA, let's remember now, the NCAA is the membership. Everybody's yep. pointing fingers at the membership. Well, look in the mirror, house, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that you're the membership, so you know you have to come up with some uh, regulations and legislation that everyone can agree upon moving forward. But they haven't been able to do it with the NIL, and that's why they're looking to Washington. And everybody knows if you don't take care of your business, Washington will <laughs> sure make will. that attempt. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what it's come down to. But you have to have leadership, and and you have to have somebody who can uh, galvanize the support for a particular legislation concerning the NIL, and it hasn't been done. Yep. Well, uh, shifting over to basketball, our uh, yeah. Alabama Crimson Tide's number one standing ranking <laughs> didn't last uh, too long. That did not. Unfortunately, no. uh, that game was yeah. uh, fairly ugly the other night. Yeah, it, they shot approximately the same about the same about thirty six percent, but it was the turnovers. Yes. It was nineteen to eight. I think they stole the ball eleven times from Alabama to three for Alabama. So it was the turnovers. They had, I think, uh, probably fifteen twenty more shots. Like they did. I think it was at, almost at, twenty. Yeah. Yeah, so something like that. So th those are you know, Coach Nate Oates, he's an an analytics person. Yep. And when you look at those numbers, you know that. You only need to win by a point, and Tennessee had a good chance to win, which they did. And so that's always a tough game for Alabama historically. Yeah. They've won it in the last 10 years a few times, but that, that's always a difficult uh, game because Tennessee it usually has a good basketball yeah. team, which yeah. they do. And and they're, and they're, yeah, and they're very good defensively. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know what I find interesting and what I think people need to remember is, you know, Alabama, Tennessee, the really the cream of the crop of the SEC, they're not going to have to play in these hostile environments come SEC tournament and NCAA tournament time. So, you know, Bama, you know, could have easily lost that Auburn game the other night. And then, you know, we yes. obviously, I say we, Alabama lost to Tennessee the other night. They're not going yes. to be in those hostile environments when they're playing their most important basketball. Right, right. You know, Alabama, it looks like they'll be in Birmingham for the yeah. first two well, rounds. Well, oh, so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That would be phenomenal. So, so, Yep. Yeah, it'll be unbelievable. So you've got to get by those two games. I mean, if that team doesn't, that's a total failure, right? I mean, yep. it's, you're number one. You're playing at Birmingham. Okay, then the next question is, what is my region? New yep. York, Las Vegas, Louisville, preferably probably, or Kansas City. Yeah, probably yep. Louisville. So we you're hope. hoping Louisville. You're hoping yep. Louisville, right, so your fans can travel. 
and um, you know that would that would be nice for Alabama. You would hate to see him like travel. Not not that you don't love New York or Las Vegas, but you'd hate to see them travel to those locations because their fans are really hungry and starving yeah, to follow I, them. Yeah, you know I'm starving. I don't know if I'm starving enough to go to New York. Right, uh-huh. right. Cold, cold weather and, and long distance, and yeah, and rats. everything's yeah, well. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of. Uh, the prices are pretty high to mm-hmm. stay in New York or in and around New York. Yeah, I know that for a fact. Yeah, and you know, I just, I just don't. I personally don't want Alabama to fall in this trap where you know the Auburn game. Uh, Auburn's blaming the refs, and we're like, oh no, you can't blame the refs. And then you know, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of Bammers on Twitter from the other day who were absolutely blaming the refs for the loss against Tennessee. When, in my opinion, the yeah. refs were equally terrible. It was, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, I'm they must have got the refs from the football game. <laughs> oh my God! But the, you know, the referee is part of the game. Uh, I don't think that's what lost it for Alabama. No, I, I just don't. No. I it, it, it did. I mean, it was like like Adam said, equally Terrible. bad on both sides. But I mean, it was just so inconsistent. Yeah. You know, they they yes. call a little tiki stack tag stuff up top, and then yes. somebody get brutalized under the goal, and they wouldn't even call yeah, it. Right. You know, it's just weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah That's basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very difficult game to referee because of the quickness and the size and mm-hmm. the athletic ability, and you have to make those. I mean, split second decisions. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. fast. Yeah, and you know, the, with the Auburn game, they were consistent in that one too. I mean, Auburn came out and made it very, very clear that they were going to play physical to the mm-hmm. point where they're basically mauling Alabama on the floor. And Alabama just kind of said, "Okay, if we want to play that way, we'll play that way." And I do right. give credit to the refs for you know letting it be very physical the entire game, including up to the end when you know Auburn kind of lost their minds on that no foul. And yeah. obviously, it was right. very physical, but it was consistent. Yeah, yeah, I think that Alabama, you probably that that probably is the strategy to push those guards out and get physical with them and see what the referee will call during the game see if you can have that style because I think that is the, the way to probably throw Alabama off their game right and I think the one thing that Alabama has that is very enjoyable is we have a guy like Jaden Bradley when that game does get physical he is not afraid to go right to the rim no. right at you and try to get no. a foul he's going to miss both free throws but he's going to get a foul <laughs> right right, right. He, he's, from, he's from Rochester I believe right he's from yes. Rochester yeah, he is. yeah New York right New York New York man they used to go into the goal you know because you're playing in the playground. You, you got to win the game because if you don't, you sit. That's yeah, right. yeah, you're so right. You're trying to get close. To, you're trying to get close to the basket to to have the best chance to uh, make a, a, a two points. So right. that's the style in New York. Always going to the goal. Yeah, and you know that kind of works for that analytical style that you were talking about earlier. That Oates loves. It's either yes. a three or yes. under the basket. Right. Yes, that's right. The three-point shot, or we're getting to the goal close. So tell us who's on AP and Kelly this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week we had Barry Trammell, who's from the Oklahoman. And Barry is like a Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer character. Oh, cool. He's followed Oklahoma for many, many years. So we discussed Oklahoma entering the SEC in 2024. Mm. Uh, and, and they're kind of out of a strange point in their football program right now. You know, you're coming off quite a bit of success in Heisman Trophy winners with Lincoln Riley. And then they had such a down year uh, with, with Brent Venables. So yeah. he's, he's got to crank it up again. And, and uh, you're entering that SEC next year. It's going to be difficult. You better you better get rocking and rolling on the recruiting circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, AP, tell people how they can find your show and listen to it. Yeah, it's AP and Kelly as we see it, and we're on about 20-plus stations. But we also have our Facebook page, which archives every episode, AP and Kelly as we see it. 
And you can check out my personal Facebook page because we put up every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday where people can listen to the show uh, on their local station as well. But like I said, you can listen to it at any time on the various platforms, you know, the Apple and Android platforms. Uh, just click on AP and Kelly as we see it, and you can find the link. Once again, that's any time for AP and Kelly as we see it. Exactly. And AP, we really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us this morning. Oh, thank you very much. And we're, we're looking forward to the Final Four. We'll be in Houston, and we're hoping we get some SEC team in the Final Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I certainly hope yeah. so. And, AP, I, I would love to talk to you while you're in Houston. You know, like uh, like old Todd the Bod said, we're living vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll look forward to it. Yes, sir. Well, you have a good one. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. And we are, going, we are going to go to a break. We are live at Applebee's for Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Going to once again try to get some chicken fingers. A.P. Stedham, Heisman Trophy voter, Maxwell Award voter, and Beletnikoff Award voter can be heard weekly on the A.P. and Kelly As We See It podcast on Anchor and Spotify. He can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. We all know how the weather is here in Alabama. On some days, it can go from cold to hot in no time, and you need a system that can keep up. Athens Refrigeration and HVAC is owned and operated by industry experts, servicing all makes and models, whether residential or commercial. 24-7 availability, licensed, bonded, and insured. Don't be left out in the cold or heat. Call Athens Refrigeration and HVAC at 256-871-1571. Alabama certification numbers 22183 and 53483. Athens Refrigeration and HVAC. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Mart pharmacy. As your local Health Mart pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local Health Mart pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. If you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to Buddy rents.com or call 206-9505 buddy's home furnishings your roof is the first line of defense for your home do you have water stains on your ceiling paint peeling off your walls shingles missing it's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection locally owned and operated licensed and insured Yellowhammer roofing is the Yellowhammer state hometown team Yellowhammer roofing let our family protect what's most important to you your family 256 232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com He's got a push. Backed up three. In! He got it! Three-pointer at the buzzer to win it! Unbelievable! 
Louisville. Join Play Action Sports as we bring you coverage of Calhoun basketball this year. The Warhawks are tipping off their first season on the hardwood in over 20 years, and you can hear live action from men's and women's teams streamed on the PAS Plus app on your Alexa device by saying open PAS Plus or online at pasnetwork.net. Check out the archives on the Play Action Sports website or on your favorite podcast platform, too. You can also hear select games on Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Calhoun Warhawks basketball is back, and we're here to bring it to you from Play Action Sports. Hey, this is Sam Simmons, boys, basketball coach, Bryson Sullivan, and you're listening to Dabble Beef Calvary Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Applebee's in Athens, Alabama, live in studio. I am one Adam Twelve Dodson, the host of today's show, along with one, along with Todd the Bod Tomerlin and producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. And in studio today at Applebee's is the West Limestone baseball coach Ryan Griffin. How are we doing? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you joining us. So just talk to us a little bit about your group this year. What you got going on? Well, we got a a group that's played for several years for us um i mean i've you know seen these guys play since they were in t-ball when i was uh in college i had done some umpire and uh these guys were in t-ball they've been playing together pretty much their whole lives yeah and uh i guess eight of the nine started last year oh wow. so we're returning nice. all of those guys good um and then another pitcher that pitched a lot last year so returning just about the whole team so you know we're looking forward to the year i think we got yeah. a good chance to do something um, great is everybody pretty much going to same the same play the same positions they've been playing are you gonna Pre- move anybody around you think pr- pretty much will be the same positions um like i said they, they've got a lot of experience in those spots um you know, pitching-wise, we lost uh, one, I kind of our, our main bullpen mm-hmm. guy last year. Um, but, you know, our starters are back. Um, you know, they'll be – we've got a couple guys that are utility that will play multiple spots, you know. But uh, for the most part, they'll be kind of in the same spots they were last year. So, that's a good thing. So, I have one quick question for you. So, right. uh, you said that you were an umpire. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> does, that, does that give you a little bit of uh, empathy or sympathy with other umpires? Do you, get, do you not get on them as much, maybe? I, I try not to get on them as much. Try. Try. There's yeah. been – uh, I definitely have had a had a time or two where maybe I have, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I try to try to give the umpires the benefit of the doubt because you know they're doing what they can, and yeah. we can't play the game without them. So right, and it's, it's my understanding there's a is there a shortage of umpires right now? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I talked to my buddy at uh, Lauderdale County. I think you know they went up this year, which I mean nobody's wanting to do it. So you know it's one of those deals. I mean. Got to do what you got to do to yeah. try to get guys to come out. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know if I don't blame anyone for oh, not wanting to umpire. Yeah, 100%. I, mean, I, mean, I wouldn't want to do it. But, I mean, so, I, so right out of high school, 1984, before y'all were born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, I, I I went into umpiring. So I, I'm umpiring against some of the guys I had played against, right? Yeah. And I loved calling high school baseball, right? Because at that level, everybody pretty much knows, you know, what to do when mm-hmm. the ball's hit and where to throw it. You know what I mean? So oh, you're yeah. already looking, yeah. you know, if the double play is going to be turned or whatever the situation might be, right? Um, and back then, we didn't have a shortage of umpires. Right. And uh, for the most part, I really enjoyed calling at that level. Now, and I, I'm just wondering, and I've asked a couple of guys that continue to umpire through all these years, if it's the summer league stuff that gets them. Because it could be. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, moms in general, <laughs> parents in general, but moms specifically can be brutal. Hey, I'm telling you, baseball dads can be right up well, there with I'm you. I'm saying, but I'm like, I ain't getting paid enough for this, you know. And and it just and, and they, you were calling every 
day, you know, mm-hmm. practically, you mm-hmm. know, other than maybe Wednesday and Sunday, and multiple games, especially on Saturday. You might have four games, and it just wears them out. And I don't know what the answer is to recruit some of these younger people because, you know, that's not it's not just a shortage. The ones mm-hmm. that are calling aren't young people hardly anymore. Right. They're that, that up is in true. age, you know. That um, is true. And, I, I mean, the state's going to have to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, to incentive, give them incentives or something to right. get these younger people out here to call. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And how do you um, – has that affected y'all at all, like uh, like last season, for example? Have y'all still had the same amount of umpires for most games? Yeah, I mean, our, our county association, I mean, they have enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it does affect when you're trying to make up games. Yeah, You okay. know, um, we have mm-hmm. trouble, like, you know, we got to at least give them, you know, 24 hours notice or more, really. Uh, but there's been times, like with middle school, like we have middle school, JV and varsity. So if we want to try oh, to get yeah. a middle school game, you know, most of the time they're going to want to call the varsity games because they make more. Right. Oh, um, yeah. But trying to make up games, yeah, it, it definitely affected us with that. I'm sure. So yes. you said you're returning eight of nine starters, correct? Yes, sir. So yes, sir. where's the where's the new starter? What, what position? Uh, the, the new starter. Well, the the guy that quote played, unquote new. Yeah, the guy that plays uh, plays shortstop a lot. Um, he was he was a senior. Um, we've got a guy that'll go there, uh, and then second base. Uh, we're that, that's one of those spots we'll kind of move. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to kind of move a guy that's, that played third a lot to short mm, um, different. and that that one spot will be second base and we got you know really two guys two juniors just kind of battling it out for that um and uh but but yeah and like i said I, i'm one of those i mean you know i'll put guys anywhere if you know if somebody's pitching and i think you know we may be better having a guy that maybe doesn't look like a you know, second baseman, we put him, you know, we'll put him anywhere, you know. So. As long as I can get it done, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, 100%. Do y'all, what do you think y'all's strengths are going to be going into the season? Are you hitting, defense, yeah, pitching? I, I think pitching. I right. think pitching. Obviously, everybody knows, you know, Colin Patterson. No. Uh, he, he, he's, you know, he's pitched for us since he was in eighth grade. So, you know, he's a senior this year. Last year, you know, him and Cooper Phillips both, oh, yeah. when we started the year, were hurt. So, we yeah. didn't have them at the beginning of the year. Um, I think pitching, like I said, I think our, you know, we've got a lot of guys that pitch that I think, you know, when we were talking about the bullpen. I think we've got, you know, three guys that could fill that role, That's you nice. know, to come in. Um, but but our lineup style, I mean, like I said, I, you know, pretty much all nine, you know, guys, I mean, they were in the lineup last year. So, you know, I don't feel, you know, any spot in the order that we have a, you know, major weak link really. That's so. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Colin and Cooper. Now they're mm-hmm. they're both bound for college, aren't yes, sir. they? Uh, mm-hmm. Who else on your team is bound for college as of right now? Uh, as of right now, just those two guys. Gotcha. Yeah, we've got some other guys that are you know have the hopes to play, you oh, know, yeah. and I think could play. You know, a lot of times. Right. A lot of times, you know, with us being four A, sometimes we get overlooked, but you know, uh, we're hoping that you know maybe. You know, with us, if we can have a good season, some of those guys can get seen this, uh, you know, this season. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure the talent is there. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of, you know, just getting a little bit more recognition. Maybe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hear you. And, you know, I know Colin's going to UAB. Where's Cooper going again? Uh, Cooper's going to Calhoun. Calhoun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Hey, they've been, they've been around a long time and doing some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Cooper's a good one. I think he'll, he'll do real well there for him. So, how many, uh, games and game dates do y'all have this year? Uh, we we get 28 is okay. what we get scheduled and then spring break you can pretty much do what you want which right. we, so so pretty much that's what we've got. You know, we schedule a few extra because we usually get rain outs. Um, Makes but, sense. But we start up start up on Monday, especially early in the year. Like last year, the first week we had four or five games canceled, you know, in the first yeah. week. So we're hoping to avoid that this year, yeah. you know. What are the spring break plans? Uh, spring break, we just we go, uh, we don't really go anywhere. Um, we you know, we schedule a bunch of games that week. I think we yeah. play Elkmont that week. Uh, okay. Calvert Heights. Um, 
that week that's the week before we start area so that's the you know mm. that'll be a big week for us last year really that that was kind of you know we we won at one point 10 games in a row last year uh but then we kind of flipped it and we ended up losing like nine mm-hmm. uh, so and it kind of started on spring break so we got kind of a bad oh, wow. taste there yeah. so hoping uh Hoping to avoid that this season. Yeah, for we, were, sure. we were talking off air about um, starting a season as early as, as y'all do, and and you know it's how, wild. how most of us, I'm sure the kids and coaches as well, um, don't like it. And y'all had voted on maybe moving it back, and, and, and unfortunately it didn't work out. But hmm. I mean, you know, just just getting the practice in, right? I mean, throwing in the gym or, or hitting in the batting cage, just it. I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's just not. The, yeah, same the same as being, as being on them. the grass. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, you don't want to get out there and get kids hurt, right? You know, when they're yep. throwing, I don't care how good you stretch, it's it's cold. And I, it's just, man, I wish they would move it back. It just, I, I do too. I mean, like we were talking off air, like, a, you know, when I sat the bench for Bob Jones when I was in high school, you know, I just, it was cold, man. It was cold. You know, we go to Grissom and we play a doubleheader and it's going to extra innings because the pitchers are in a duel and you're just – it's cold, yeah, cold, man. Blown. Now, y'all don't play a lot of doubleheaders, do you? No, sir. No, no? sir. Uh, and, and we never have in this county. And I, and, that's interesting. And I just have never understood. Like, I thought – I think it would be cool to play two six-inning games. Yeah. You know, knock it down to six. You got two games in. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just yeah, we'll, we'll because usually, of the weather. I right. mean, you know what I mean? And the rain outs and right. all. Yeah, we'll, we'll usually – usually the only day of the week we'll play a doubleheader will be on Saturday. You know, we'll have a three-way with, you know, three teams. Um, mm. and, and we'll do a doubleheader. Which that, is but, cool. You know, but we do varsity JV, you know, and a lot of times, especially with us, you know, schools that aren't, you know, Bob Jones, James Clemens, big, you know, seven-may schools, you know, we don't really have the pitching a lot of times to pitch, you know, that many games in a mm-hmm. week, which we still – I mean, we, we play a lot of games like – next week i mean we'll play seven games if they all you know if they don't get rained out so yeah. it'll be tough just doing that you know so i guess that's part of the reason yeah. that we don't do it well speaking of the weather y'all got that facility out there that yeah, so, which is a blessing yeah that's what i was thinking about as you were you know, yeah. mentioning that and that's what i was mentioning yeah was i mean my first year. couple years at west i mean we we couldn't you know I, well, i'll be honest with you in the first year my first year as a coach i was all excited about being a coach and uh we started out oh and eight you know and i didn't really think about it at the time but you know we had really practice wise we couldn't even get on you know we couldn't get out there we didn't have a facility um and you know i'd come from east limestone where we had had a facility and so i wasn't used to that and uh you know by the end of the year we were rolling you know but the first you know month we were just kind of yeah we were just getting in shape so when we got that you know uh, well that between that and then having the basketball players still playing basketball and yeah that year they went short yeah that was the year they went all the way so So that was short-handed as well yes sir yes sir so, yeah, that makes it tough, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, um, you yeah. know, you can only deal with what you got and, yep. and go with it. All we can do is hope for sunny, mm-hmm. warmer days, you know. But the facility, that's that's been a, a huge, yeah, huge, huge benefit for us. I mean, like right now, I mean, last week, you know, we had the, you know, the weather, the rain, the severe weather. I mean, we were in the facility pretty much the whole time. Yeah. You well, know? A lot of schools don't have it. And they, right, they're just right. tough. You got to, you know, hope you can hit a little bit in the gym in the top level if you have yep. enough room. To, yeah, and it's, it's tough know? going in the gym yeah, for oh, yeah. sure. It's just not. It's not yeah. the same. So, are y'all a four-team area, five-team area, three-team area? Actually, a three-team area. Okay. We, they did uh, mix us around a little bit. We still got Brooks in the area. They'd be really. They'll be really mm. good. And then we've got Rogers this year. Okay. And uh, we don't. We don't know a ton about them. Uh, played them. We played them two years ago. Um, so I have to definitely do a little. Do a little scouting on them. Um, but it's a three-team. Three-team area this year. I, I just find they fire the cannon every time they have a home run. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. <laughs> they used to do that in 
their football, football games, you know, yeah, every yeah. time they scored. I, I thought, just, man. I, I think it's interesting, you know, some teams are in five-team areas and then some are in three. Yeah. How they, yeah, how they come up with that, I have no idea. I really don't. Yeah, it's uh, someone behind the scenes somewhere yeah. just <laughs> running the numbers, drawing the lines, and doing, mm-hmm. a little, doing a little something. I, mean, he, I, I liked it much better when we were in school because you could – you can create rivalries, you know, in the area, not just in the county, but mm-hmm. the area. Of course, 100%. back then, you know, we're talking off area, it was just one through four A, so it was different, you know, and in, 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 in everybody's school in this county was two A other than Bible school. They were one A, and they were probably the best baseball team year in, year out. They 100% you know? were, you know, but I, um, even I know that. Yeah. I wasn't born. But, um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, it's weird, like Adam said, with you get five teams, four or three, and, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, and then, you know, some of those area teams might be an hour and a half away. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess y'all don't have it too bad with Rogers and Brooks, so y'all don't have to go too far. Right, right. Yeah, you were talking about the rivalries. That's what's been fun. You know, Brooks has been in there yeah. every year uh, with us, so we kind of have a, you know, a rivalry with them. Yeah. Um, you know, but, yeah, like like I said, I mean, it's tough. I, to me, I, I kind of wish we had four teams because we really don't – we won't play an area game till April you know so the first so for the first you know month and a half of the season you know obviously every game's huge you know and and, and you're trying to win every game but you know you're really looking forward to the area games you know and it's a long time before we play one yeah Yeah. and that's what I was wondering because I I, I figured baseball was like you know the other sports it would be a while Mm -hmm. before you got into the area schedule so that you know you're waiting on those players to to join you it's not really affecting your your area right. record and you know what what that affects you know? yeah i think that's what that's why they ended up going against the uh moving the season back they were wanting to do regions this year and i think that actually mm. passed at one point oh, yeah um it, it, the vote it passed but what they were that was going to cause us to start region play right there at first of march well especially you know if our basketball team yeah. goes deep you won't even have any of those guys you know and three four or five of our better players you know play basketball yeah. so yeah and that would mess up and uh, right out of the gate mm-hmm. yeah, that, that wouldn't be good yeah well, i don't know it's just weird well coach uh, when's your when's your first home game what time is it and uh, how can people get tickets first home game is will be uh friday will be friday against east limestone be oh. our first home game yeah okay. so that'll be a Go fun on. one at yeah. home yeah, at home okay. yeah we play we start out uh with lindsey lane monday okay and, and that'll, be awesome. that'll be a good one because yeah. you know we played them last year twice they beat us both times yeah. so i know we're looking forward to playing that one and then uh but yeah we got three road games and then our first home will be at at west against east okay before nice. Yes, well, sir. Coach, I wish we could uh, talk all day. I've really enjoyed yeah. it. Well, yeah, thanks, uh, thank you all so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll unfortunately, you, yeah. we got to take a break. Uh, this is Coach Griffin, Coach Ryan Griffin of West Limestone Baseball. West Limestone, get out and support your baseball team this yeah. year. And we got to go, t- we got to take a break. This is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I'm going to try to get some cheese sticks this time. <laughs> Congratulations to East Limestone's Shauna Fletcher, our Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week and winner of a gift card from the Athens Applebee's. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for future polls. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk after this. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community recognizes. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. 
I am First National Bank Student Advisory Board member Hayden Blakely from Athens Bible School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right, and Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance, and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information and a skilled analysis of the real estate market. Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. Hi, this is Gene Jelks. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Applebee's here in Athens, Alabama. And joining us on the First National Bank Hotline, Making Communities Great, we have Clay Freak Daddy Coleman of the Huntsville Havoc. Clay, how are we doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you all? Great. I appreciate you joining us this morning. I know. Glad to, glad to be on with you. Beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. It is, man. I want you to know that everybody here at Applebee's Tailgate Talk has been praying for you and your family, man. And Absolutely. And the loss of your mother. And, Thank um, you very much. You know, you're one of those people that... I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, you're so well known. So, you know, people feel like they know you, even though they right. don't. I mean, you right. know what I mean? Right. I understand. I mean, I you're a celebrity, that. dude. So, <laughs> you really are. But so, I'm sure that you've got many, many people that that you've never even met praying, praying for y'all. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's been. A, you know, she had. Uh, I kind of looked at it. You know. Um, my mom and dad moved down to Kentucky from Kentucky to here in 2009, hmm. and uh, lived with us since then. You know, since then, so 14 years, and uh, they were, you know, not all of it was having to take care of them 100%. But you know, my dad passed away six years ago after a, about a two-year battle with dementia and Alzheimer's, and. Um, so, you know, it's been a, it's been a long, hard road, you know, but I think that, um, that, you know, it, it, I feel a good that I was able to, to, to carry them on in the last years of their lives. And, you know, and, and tons of people have said, you know, Hey, that's amazing what you did, you know, and, and, and my challenge to a lot of people that I've talked to and everybody I've said is that, you know, it's almost like that is weird to people where really that should be the normal. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and, and so I've just kind of told people, it's like, you know, 
thank you for saying that. But, you know, if, if you feel that, you know, there's nothing special about me or my family. I mean, we didn't have the, definitely didn't have the funds to do it. The money wasn't necessarily there, but, you know, it was just what you should do. Is what, what we you should have yeah. to do, right. you know, so. Uh, and it used I'm to be that way. Everybody. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, and, and, and that's the one thing that, uh, that I've just kind of pulled from all this is, you know, that uh, I do feel just a, a little bit of, sadly, you know, I don't want to say it, it sounds horrible when you say it like this, but there is some relief on my side, you know, uh-huh. no, no, because I mean, for, for 14 years, you know, I've not been able to up and go like I wanted to, or anytime there'd be, well, hey, do you want to go to Nashville or do you want to go to you know, Atlanta or Birmingham, it'd be like, well, let me see if I can get to make sure my mom or dad's okay or whatever. Yeah. Well, now yeah. I don't really have to do that, which it's like I said, there's a little bit of relief, but there's also a little bit of, I don't know how to live right now. You know, I'm trying to. No, you don't know to what just, to do with your time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you yeah. know, and, and since November, I've been taking care of my mom and she'd had a really bad fall and a stroke. And, you know, and I, and I can honestly say, I didn't probably have one good solid night's sleep mm-hmm. since November. And, and most people were telling me, they're like, so you did all you did and you had that? And I'm like, guys, when when your priorities are in line, yep. you'll find a lot of time. Yep. You know, yep. so it, 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 it wasn't a – but like I said, I'm just, I'm just glad. And I appreciate all the prayers. And I was blessed to have probably the most amazing childhood and amazing parents. They were married for – 61 years and i've seen about as close to beaver cleaver world as you possibly <laughs> so that's why you are the way you are <laughs> i'm just hoping yeah no i mean every every good quality uh i would say every good quality comes from my mom and if there is a bad quality it came from my dad uh, <laughs> but uh but all the good i mean I, they i pretty much have just been molded into what they were so yeah i was I was blessed to some amazing people. So, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm sad, and there'll be a, a hole in my heart that probably will yeah. never be 100% filled. But uh, there's also a warmness that I know that I've, I've I've had a good one, and I got plenty more years with my boys that I gotta slap into them what they did to me, and and, and get get them you know to, to to be where they need to be. So. Yeah. yeah, and there'll be times whenever you think I need to. I need to check on mom or I yeah. need to whatever. Yeah. Even I mean, years down the road, because I, I still drive by my, my parents' house and I'll look over there and yeah. just to kind of see what's going on. And then I'm like, wait, yeah. wait a minute. They don't, my, my, my niece and nephew live there now. But uh, yeah. and, and then there for a while, I'd, I'd, uh, you know, we got to where we had to put my we couldn't handle my dad as far as the medical part of his care went so he was in the nursing home for a little while and i would think i need to run by the nursing home but then i thought wait he's not there anymore so yeah well i know i know we're supposed to be talking about sports but i'll tell you two things one and i know this will be a shameless plug they're not an advertiser on applebee's tailgate talk but the my my company that i work for um simple helix was so accommodating to let me work from home and not worry about anything that that I had, which was such a blessing, you know, that they were allowed. So I have to give them complete uh, credit for being a stand-up company to, to allow me to do that. And then the other thing was, and you guys will get this because we're about the same age, I was been going through cleaning up the the uh, all my mom's stuff and kind of mm-hmm. going through her room and drawers and, I mean, finding stuff. It's almost like a 
a time capsule, you know, that I'm kind of opening up stuff. Well, I found this cassette tape and it said Radio Shack on it. And I was like, well, I never think Radio Shack ever made like cassette tapes. And I put my mom had a cassette player, you know, and I plugged it in. And I don't know if y'all remember, but, you know, the early answering machine messages mm. or machines. So like when when it would be set to the third or fourth ring or whatever, and whether you answered it or not, it would start at that fourth ring and it would start recording. And then if you answered the phone, it would just keep recording. Right. Yeah. Um, so I put this tape in and I mean, I bawled like a baby, but it had conversations of my father with my grandmother uh, my mom my dad me and my dad my brother you know just you know it it literally felt like i was in a room with all all of my all of my people just surrounded by them it was just that was probably the coolest moment i've had this week that is gold but uh, you know it's unreal like i made and it was clear and as crisp as you could possibly get so i it was a that was one that kind of god let me know that that they're still here and i got a you know i got just a a kick butt group of a guardian angels now that uh, that are on my side so but anyway let's go talk havoc on yeah yeah i mean really there's not a lot to talk about they were off most of the week or all week right right right, so, right, I mean, right. yeah well, y'all are y'all are y'all are family to me and i and i said I, I want you to know that i do feel the prayers and you're right todd it, it, there, there's been so many people that have reached out and even little stories of people that had met my mom in the Publix grocery store that that are at Rosie's restaurant or something that yeah. posted on my Facebook that said, you don't know me, but I knew your mom and she was, you know, so it's been amazing. But That's yeah, great. but uh, two games of hockey this week, uh, one that will be a, a two games that are actually unique times. We got the, the matinee game tomorrow uh, against uh, Fayetteville and it'll be the baby races. So yeah. uh, the cruel Huntsville Havoc people will put Little bitty cute babies <laughs> on the cold hard ice and let them race. Put some, um, put a little jalapeno in their diaper right. and let them roll. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so we'll do that, uh, and then a special President's Day game on uh, Monday with a one o'clock start. So uh, just so people know, the season ticket holder doors open an hour and a half before the game time. So uh, you know, we've got the five o'clock game tomorrow, so three thirty, and then the. Uh, one o'clock game, which will be eleven thirty for uh, everybody to get in and have a, a good day and, and enjoy two games of hockey that are kind of in a weird, a weird time, but still in important games. Yes. Knoxville and and, uh, and and Fayetteville as we're coming down the coming down the stretch. Sure are. Yes, we are coming down the home stretch for the Huntsville Havoc. And Clay, I know we didn't get to talk much about the Havoc today, but we took the time to talk about stuff that was a lot more important. That's and, right. and so we really appreciate you taking the time. Absolutely no problem. Thank you guys. Good luck uh, against Tennessee today too, brother. Yeah, I hope we I hope the basketball team can kinda pull it together. Look seems like Tennessee's on a little bit of a little bit of a slide, so that could be either good or bad. Either the slide continues or where they're a rebound. Uh, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's uh basketball this this year is very interesting i mean yes. it's a love it. the one time it's almost like you know alabama they should just not want to be first place because they just become the, <laughs> the target <laughs> become the target you don't want that right now. you're right you're absolutely yeah. right yeah, yeah. So, but anyway but yeah it's uh should be good but thank you guys like i said and it's a blessing to be a part of y'all's show and part of y'all's family i appreciate you you as well Continue your prayers, buddy. Thank you very much. And that was Clay Coleman on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great. And we're going to take a quick break here on Applebee's Tailgate Talk.
It's 2023, and it's the year of the gig. Gig Speed Internet has the power to change lives, starting right where you live. Slay your workouts this year. Stream your sets. Track your runs. Chart your gains. Call WKNT at 877-954-8748 to get your gig life started today. That's 877-954-8748. Bailey & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Bailey & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Bailey & Son Car Care, Open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Hey, this is East Limestone Girls basketball coach Jessica Thompson, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Athens, Alabama at the Applebee's and joining us today for the special guest segment sponsored by Yellowhammer Roofing, we have the UNA women's basketball coach, Missy Tiber, who just celebrated her 150th win and for the Lady Lions recently. Coach, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Thank great. you. Great. So first off, congratulations on 150 wins for the Lady Lions program. I appreciate it. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those milestones that you may be the head coach, but there's a lot of factors that, and pieces of the puzzle that go into that. And, you know, it's your student athletes and it's your assistant coaches. And, you know, I've just been extremely fortunate uh, in my you know, 22 years as a head coach to, to have had the opportunity to coach so many uh, great young women and, and to have, a, you know, great staffs. And they're a big part of all that. Well, um, so tell us, I mean, 13-2 to two run in the last three minutes, that is <laughs> incredible. Um, how exciting was the comeback? I mean, I mean, it was great to get the 150th, obviously, but just to come back and win that game being down like that. You, you know, it was one of those where we started the game pretty well and then – through the middle we just kind of you know kind of hit a a lull and we couldn't score and and then finally we just woke up and that's what it was uh we woke up and we started playing how we were capable and kind of got a fire lit under our rear ends and did a lot of stuff and those last four minutes or so were a lot of fun to watch yeah and do you uh do you kind of change your coaching style a little bit? Maybe when you feel that your group has a lot of momentum on their side, do you maybe play a little bit more aggressively and coach a little bit more aggressively? You know, I think so at times. You know, our, our system is 
kind of conducive to spurts because we shoot the three and we shoot it through, you know, pretty well. So you can go on those runs real quick. Or even if you're down, you know, down six points or something, you we can make that up so quickly because of the way we do play and we try to force tempo and we try to, you know, obviously get layups and threes in transition. So you can put those runs on them and you kind of can change the momentum of the game, you know, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah and you, you mentioned uh, threes in transition. I know a lot of coaches don't like the threes in transition. Uh, what makes you uh, a big fan of it? I know you said layups and threes in transition. Just talk to me a little bit about that. Well, you know, the foundation of the way we play is – you know, it's a point guard oriented system and it's tempo. You know, we're one of the best three point shooting teams in our conference and yeah. we shoot it at a we shoot it at a pretty high percentage. So it's something we work on daily. But you know, our number one goal in transition is to get a layup and if we can't, you know, so what that does is it pulls everybody to the rim. And then when you pull everybody to the basket, you're going to have your kids that, you know, trail and transition that are wide open. Yeah. And I'll take a wide open three with the, the girls I have on this team right now any day. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the analytics would prove you right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, how the game's changed so much over the years. You know, how, you know, back when I played and, and probably even when you played, you know, if you were driving to the basket and you had a layup right there at the rim, if you'd have thrown that ball out for an 18-footer, you'd have got pulled from the game. <laughs> and, now, and now that's that's the way the game's played, you know, obviously because um, the three-pointers, you know, brought along um, through the years and, 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 you know, men and women both can, can like you said, can shoot it. And obviously you know you're, it. you're recruiting those girls to be able to do that. The three-point shot has changed the game so much. I remember you my first year of high school. We didn't have it. Well, you didn't even. You know, back, I never played. Back in the 80s. So then they finally, you know, put it in in about 86, 87. And, you know, and it's just completely changed the game. There's a lot of great shooters now. And, you know, because we put so much time and effort and to work, and it is such a big part of the game. You know, rarely are you seeing teams start two bigs and two, yeah. you know, a center, two forwards, and two guards. Yeah. You know, it's more like four guards and a forward. Yeah. You know, that's that's how the game is transitioned to. And the simple fact of the matter is, like, the best team in our league is Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah, what, 25-3 and, you know, and three start, or something like they that? Start, they start all guards. You know, they're oh, really? a guard, and that's oh, wow. all they do. They, they, they lead the nation in three. So if you are not preparing to beat them, then – you know, you're not doing things the right way, and you know, and that's just kind of how we play. So, and I just wanted to ask this: so, you know, and you just brought up a great point. You do not see post play anymore, all that. You know, the lineups are smaller. What's going to happen? Because everything turns back, right? At some point at a time, when a team comes out with you know a six-eight post player, like five and a couple bigs. of six-five forwards. Yes, they won't be able to get up and down the court probably as much, but at the same time, you know, a team that's smaller may not even get a re- – I mean, do you, get, do you see that ever coming back, ever? You know, it, it was just like we played Liberty the other day. Some coaches still have that philosophy, and, mm-hmm. and it was a possession game with two minutes to go. And, you know, they they have 6'5 and 6'6 mm. six, six and 6'4, six, and they have those things. So you've got two things. Yes, you can run them up and down the court, but also – just like it is to their advantage to take those girls near the basket on our side they have to guard our girls on the perimeter and you know asking girls to move around and chase you around the perimeter it's pretty hard to do but you know like i said carrie green at liberty he still believes in that and that you know that's just his system and the way and you know we're getting ready to go to bellarmine and they got a big six six freshman that's very good and you know so they they have that but 
okay, she's also going to have to guard our five ten forward, you know, and right, we right. got to make her get up and down the court. And, you know, they press, and it's not because they're good at it uh, necessarily. They press so they give her time to get down the court, Wow. you know, and and that's, you know, just what it is. But, uh, you know, it's I think coaches are going to continue to do, you know, Liberty's coach is kind of an old school guy, you know, so he, he still believes in that old school basketball, and I don't think that will change until he retires there. Wow. <laughs> and you got some of these bigs that can shoot the three, too. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look across the board, uh, men's and women's basketball, there's yeah. plenty. Of, and, you know, that's probably half the problem. You know, it's because um, nobody wants to be a big anymore. You know, um, everybody wants to shoot the three. Yeah. Um, there's not too many players that want to stay close to the basket. That's very you know, true. It's, it's not the sexy thing to do right now. It's not. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you, you got not. players in the NBA. Yeah. In, yeah. In the, it's the, it's the make the three and hold up your three fingers. You know, it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. you know, oh, it's more important it's than the, a dunk. I mean, right. it really is. I mean, in in the game now. In, and you know, it's hard to find. And especially for, you know, schools our size and our level to find the bigs that, you know, literally, I always said, like, I believe if you're 6'3 or 6'4 and you can walk and chew gum, you're playing, you're going to get on a division one <laughs> team. Yeah. It's just, it's what it is. Uh, but, you know, for us to be able to, um, to get, you know, a 6'3 or 6'4 kid, it, it's, they're probably going to be a project. You know, they're going to yeah. be a project. And, and we're going to have to work on, you know, developing. And, and not that we can't. You know, a couple years ago, we had Brittany Panetti here. And you guys probably remember yeah. that oh, name. And, yes. And she was 6'2. And, you know, she embraced, you know, being, but, you know, she also had Ivy Wallen just driving in there and giving her the ball every time. For a <laughs> yeah, that so, helped. You know, it made Brittany and me look really good when you have somebody like Ivy doing that. So yeah. and you guys know who Ivy Wallen oh, is. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, Coach, I, uh, you know, you've been around the game for a while, and I'm just curious who you look up to in the profession. Who are some women's basketball coaches that you try to emulate your philosophy around? You know, I'm, I, I've always been and will always be in our game till this day. Still misses her as, you know, I, I'm a Pat Summit fan. Uh, yeah. That's what you were going to say. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, it's funny you asked me that today because I watched a video yesterday and it gave me, gave me the goosebumps. Um, it was about her coaching her son. Her son wanted him to coach her, uh, his, uh, like seventh grade middle school team back when and she did oh that's awesome you know she's like tyler are you sure you want me to coach them and you know she's coaching them hard she's out there coaching them just like she coached her you know her her lady balls and uh you know our game misses her her passion and just the way she could mentor women, um, she could get on them so so hard, but they know how much they she loved, loved and yes. cared about yeah. them. Yeah, and, they loved her and, and she loved them, absolutely. You know, and, and, you know, I think that style of coaching sometimes right now is harder and harder to do because of the portal. You know, kids don't, you know, even if you get on to them hard, you know, they have a hard time understanding yeah. the, the right. tough love right now. Yeah. You're right. And, and but, but, you know, I, even with her, I, I always wonder, I always think, how would she handle all this right now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, what would her, what would her influence and her impact be? And how would she lead, you know, the coaching profession through this time? And, the, you know, it is a trying time. 
yeah, you know, yeah. for, that's, for that's, us that's right now. That's a great point. It really is because kids have changed so much, like you said. And but, but, you know, she always had the words of wisdom and the great advice. And, you know, I worked basketball camps for me and my assistant coach, Adrian Harlow. And, you know, she always treated you like, and at that time we were just little, you know, D2 young coaches at the time. And she would mentor you while she was, you were working her camp, you know, but oh, wow. that, that, that was part of who she was. It was more than Pat Summit and coaching Tennessee basketball. It was to move the game of women's basketball forward. And, and you just look at games now. You just look at like, look at Indiana women's basketball the other night, the crowd they had. Yeah. Look at last week, the crowd that was watching South Carolina uh, and LSU women. Was, I was watching. I was, there, I was watching. I was sure watching. I mean, look, I mean, just how far the game has come. And if you don't have pioneers like Pat Summit, then our game is not where it is yeah. today if it weren't for well, her. And to think about it, there was several years when she was there at Tennessee that, that their crowd, their games drew over the men's oh, easily. Oh, for a UConn game? For Tennessee or UConn? any game. I mean, yeah. they could yeah. have been playing Alabama, yeah. and there would have been yeah, more you know, for Alabama-Tennessee ladies game than there would have been for the men's. Right. That's the way it was. Yeah, I, I, was there, I was there the night that Pat broke the record for the most wins oh. in the career, 800 oh. and some. I was at Thompson Bowling that night. And it was so packed. There wasn't a seat in the house. That's amazing. And, you know, and it's, what, 20,000 right at? 185, right. something like that? Yeah. And it's crazy to feel like um, it seems like it was just yesterday. And it's crazy to know that she's been gone from our, our game so long. But yeah. how much the people still miss her and how, the impact that she had. You know, I think that... You know that speaks volumes for the you know the person that she was. Well, and it's it's kind of neat to look over there now and see, uh, you know Kelly Harper yeah. coaching it, uh-huh. and she was one of her disciples. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's neat to see. Well, what I find, uh, what I never really realized growing up, just you know as a kid, and what I realize now when Tennessee and UConn played earlier this year, how intense that rivalry was back in the day. I mean, good oh, gracious. brutal. You know, it got so brutal that they quit playing it because it, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, was. it was it was just so much, you know, you know, from from both sides and fans and everybody. But I do think it was I think it's good by by adding it back. I think, you know, that that's something that that needed to be done. I think the great programs should be playing each other. And, yeah, you know, and and not even if, you know, especially like for UConn, you know, they need to play the great teams because they're not facing that in their conference every night. Like, no. they're not getting a game no, like, L, you know, LSU and South Carolina. They're not getting that in their conference. Right. So they need to step outside and be able to do those things. And you know what? I've always respected the ladies' games because they're not afraid to do that. I mean – Y'all will go and play. Y'all don't care. Y'all will go play the number. You would go play the number one team at their place right now if you had the opportunity. Where a lot of times yep. the men's coach is like, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I want to do that. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every That's now and then you'll see it. But the, but the women's game, you know, Stanford, UConn, you know, obviously Tennessee, and you know, just on and on, Texas. Back in the day, Old Dominion. Oh my gosh, they were so freaking yep. good. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, yep. They were always Back playing each coach, other. Yep. Yeah, when Wendy when Wendy was back there coaching, she had that program on another map too with ODU. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. How are y'all doing this year? Kind of. You know, we've kind of been, you know, with our team, we've been on a little bit of a roller coaster this year, some ups and downs. Um, You know, I'll tell you what, we probably at the beginning of the year we make our, you know, we might have had our 
expectations a little bit too high. And it's not because of necessarily our team in general, but not realizing how loaded some of these other teams yeah. were in our league right now. Yeah. And y'all like, have a big conference too. There's teams in our league that loaded with a bunch of D1 transfers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and you know, my philosophy has always been, and we're going to have to add some transfers here in the off season. But my my philosophy has always been to try to build with four-year kids. Yeah. And right now, we're like four-year that. kids and we're young. And uh, we've had so many close games this year, and a couple we pulled out, but many we did not. Yeah. And that's part of learning and growing. And failure failure doesn't have to be fatal. You know, it is to get you better, and, and that's where we're at. But we have a great opportunity these last five games to, to trend in the right direction and, and to, you know, to really jockey for some solid position going yeah. into the conference tournament. Well, you're eight and five at home, and but – but two and nine on the road, so obviously struggling a little yep. bit. And that's where that youth obviously yep. comes into play, you know, yep. big time. Um, now, yep. y'all's conference is huge. How do y'all do the tournament? Is it, I mean, do you have to qualify or does everybody get a play? No, the top ten teams oh, go okay. into the that's tournament. Mm. Yep. Yep. Uh, seven and eight play and uh, nine and ten play each other. And that those two games will oh. be at the number one seed. they be at the number one seed. And then the next day – uh, everybody, all the remaining teams play. Okay, so no one gets a double buy. It's only one buy. Yeah, one buy. Okay, gotcha. Because mm-hmm. I know, I know the, the way the SEC does. It, you know, they get the double buy, and I thought yeah. that was interesting. But uh, it, so, how many teams are in the conference? I know you said the top ten make it. Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so all right. So yeah, it, it sounds like like you said, you have a really good opportunity to establish some late season momentum. I mean, peaking at the right time is always important. Yeah, like two weeks ago, um, six of our losses were to the top three teams in the league. We had the mm. we had the hard part of the schedule at the beginning, and uh, whereas some teams are getting ready to face that, we've already been through it. So hopefully, hopefully we can pull some things together and try to get as healthy as we can and uh, be able to go out and do some things here in these last two weeks of the season. Okay, and when's your ne- when's your next home game? Next home game Thursday. It'll be our last two home games. We played home Thursday and then we played home Saturday. What time? Saturdays are uh, we played home at six, and Saturday uh, we played home at five. Okay. And how can people get tickets? They can uh, get tickets a game day at the gate. You know that's easy to do. Okay. They can also just get on our website roarlions.com. Uh, and there's all kind of ticket information there. And then if anybody's listening to this show, you just follow me on my social media accounts, and I always give away some nice courtside, lower-level tickets every game. Cool. Uh, follow me on social media and always put a post up, and I'll be happy to, to get a new women's basketball fan and especially a UNA fan. <laughs> That's great. Uh, y'all, you just came back from Kentucky, and I think we were talking on off the air. you got to make a trip back up there uh here what today tomorrow and and then out to arkansas so you've got some miles to put in before you come back home though we do and uh we're going to be playing by this time next week we'll play played five games so wow 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 we're gonna be busy yep we've got a lot 
Okay. We'll be rooting for you, Coach. Yeah, Coach, hey. I, I really, yeah. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. And once again, congratulations on 150 wins. That is a huge milestone, and we are all very uh, proud of you. Yep, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Once again, that was the head coach of the UNA women's basketball team, Coach Missy Tiber. And now we are about to go to break, and we'll be right back. This is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Miss part of this week's Tailgate Talk? Go online to tailgatetalk.net and hear the archives. Call or text us with your comments during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. We all know how the weather is here in Alabama. On some days, it can go from cold to hot in no time, and you need a system that can keep up. Athens Refrigeration and HVAC is owned and operated by industry experts, servicing all makes and models, whether residential or commercial. 24-7 availability, licensed, bonded, and insured. Don't be left out in the cold or heat. Call Athens Refrigeration and HVAC at 256-871-1571. Alabama certification numbers 22183 and 53483. Athens Refrigeration and HVAC. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. Hi, this is former University of Alabama wide receiver Tim Boyd, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And yeah, welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We are live from Applebee's in Athens, Alabama. And joining us live in studio, we have the James Clemens track and cross-country coach, Drew Bell. Coach, how are you doing? Excellent. Talk to me about some of the athletes you have joining you today. Well, on the left, we got Dylan Dreyer. Um, he's going to be on the all-star cross-country um, team for the North team. It's the first time we've had wow. any, anybody on the team. Uh, and along with him, we, we got him and Bothern's going to also be our first girl on the Alabama All-Star Cross Country team. Awesome. So, I mean, we're, we're the only school that has three on there right now. Cole, Cole Robertson's out of town and all, but Cross Country is going really well. 
we were in the conversation. We got a great chance to make a move at that state title this coming year. That's awesome. And when is the North-South uh, All-Stars for? for that, that's going to be in July. July. I, I know that uh, they try to do it all during that All-Star mm-hmm. week, and I was just making sure it was at that same time. Yeah, it so, is. So it sounds like y'all are really trending the right direction right now. Yeah. It's been a lot of trial and error, but, I mean, they've had faith and they believe and we trust each other. We evaluate every day. We really don't do the same workouts from week to week at all. We're just always trying to modify and train, change. Absolutely. So I have a few questions for your athletes. If you just want to pass the mic around, I just want to talk to, talk to y'all about how you've seen the uh, the running program grow. And um, this is Isaac Pollard. Yeah. He is a multi-event, which means he'll do the pentathlon and indoor. That's really but, cool. But an outdoor decathlon. But he can do an indoor. They do long jump, high jump, shot put, um, hurdles. Okay. And a thousand meters. He, he's seventh in the country right now. Okay. Yeah. If you just want to pass the mic along, whoever wants to go first. Yeah. So talk, so talk to me about what you really enjoy about what you do when you uh, go out there and perform at these events. What what's, Do you maybe have a favorite? Um, I like how it's a, it's a challenge. I love challenges. Um, uh, my favorite event's probably the, the hurdles. It's a, it's a good combination between technique and uh, speed. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's, it's kind of like a very dynamic event. So it's a lot of fun. Is that your best event, you would say? Um, she's maybe. saying, yeah. She's, she's <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah. So it yeah. sounds like well, it. So, so real quick, so are, are, there different, are there different heights in the hurdles? Yes, they, sir. Okay, that's what I thought. So what height do you run at, or do you run at different heights uh, as far as the uh, – 39 inches. 30, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> I'd have to crawl under. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. And so um, – a question for you. I'm just curious about, you know, how proud you are just to be representing uh, JC at the North-South All-Star Games. Um, I think it's really cool because, honestly, like, I didn't think I would ever come this far. And then to be the first girl at our school to do it is just a really cool opportunity. So. That is that is really cool. And uh, what year are you right now? Um, we're all juniors. All right juniors. Now. So you still got uh, you got some potential to do it twice before you leave. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, congratulations. And uh, you know, I'm gonna tell all of y'all and tell coach. You know, track and field is one of those sports. It's like wrestling. I mean, it takes so much self-discipline, right? I mean, you got coach, and he's a wonderful man, and I know he, yes. you know, he makes y'all work. Yes. But there's so much work that y'all have to do individually at home and away from practice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, obviously y'all don't achieve what y'all are able to do. So, I mean, I commend all y'all because it's, uh, like I said, it's one of those things that you have to have self-discipline. It's a team sport, I know, but it's so much individual yes. in it, you know. So, anyway, that's who, great. Who we have joining us right here? I'll introduce him. Hi. Hi. This is Ben Thomason. He's he's number third in the nation in the multi-events. He can go to any school anywhere and do his thing. Go anywhere, yeah? So are there some, are there some schools you're looking at right now? Uh, I don't have any school particularly I'm looking at. I'm kind of looking yeah. into Alabama right now. Okay, that's I, cool. So yeah. so, so right now what you're saying is you're looking at what all the NIL's got out there, right? Yes. yes <laughs> oh, there we go, yeah. <laughs> That's important now. Before you. you didn't ask that, but now you have to ask that. What are some of the events that you participate in? Oh, I messed up. He is the state champion, and he was state runner-up. It's the only time any school's wow. gone state champion and runner-up in the that all That is amazing. You, you just got an awesome, incredible yeah. group of people. <laughs> Makes your job easy. Wow, that is great, y'all. So, well, let me ask you. Let me ask both y'all this real quick, thing. All right. So, you get the winner, you get the runner-up. How much? 
competitiveness is there between y'all and practices and stuff. Like, I'm going to oh, get you back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I figured, man. I mean, it'd be one thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it'd be one thing if one of y'all went to Bob Jones say, you know, you're rival, but it's another thing to be on the same team. That's like, the you other know, school. I, you know, I'm going to get you. No, you're not. I'm going to maintain it. You know, I'm going to retain it. So that's awesome. But good for y'all. Yeah. And that only makes that only makes everybody get better, right, Coach? It is right. I mean, yeah, and so if you could pass the mic to him, I think it's his turn to get a couple of questions. And so you'll be uh, you'll be going to the North South All Star Games as well. Have you ever been, have you ever been there before? Is this your first time? Um, no, this is definitely my first time hearing about it. Also, yeah. And I'm oh wow, happy to go. So <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be cool. It sounds like it's gonna be a great opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get my name out there mainly, and I think this is one of the best opportunities for me to do that. <laughs> and you said you're a junior as well. Yes, sir. That's really cool. So you know, it sounds like you really have an opportunity this upcoming. Uh, it's June or July. It's in July. July. So July. it sounds like this upcoming July, you really have the opportunity to get your name out there, you know, in front of the best of the best. That's uh, the goal, and I'm happy that I get to race these people because all of them, I know them um, mostly well, most of them all, and um, how hard they work yeah. and how much effort they put towards this. So I'm just glad I get to race them. Now, what do you compete again in? Um, I compete in the 800, the 1600, Jeez. and, wow. you know, really any event, any event from, like, the 400 up to, like, wow. yeah. the three mile. <laughs> that would be my question. Because he's wow. good at it, probably. Well, obviously, he's great at it, but, yeah. I mean, what 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 led you? Okay, Coach. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've got to give him his introduction. This is the Adidas National Champion in the 800 oh, indoor wow. meet. Nice, dude. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so with all those events, I mainly focus on the 800 and the 1600. Okay. okay. But sometimes I like to dabble by going up or down just to, like, set a new PR and, yeah. you know, yeah, keep my uh, PRs updated. Yeah. So let me ask you this. In, Coach just said that you were the indoor champion. Do you like running indoor versus outdoor? Because it's got to be totally different, <laughs> right, the way the field, the track feels and, and everything. Yeah, Most weather. definitely. Indoor, um, the air in the indoor is really different, but the outdoor weather really really varies um i prefer the outdoor track since i think two laps compared to four just really changes how i mentally run the race and i think that it's just more important to run like for me just to run two laps so i can say after this lap i can just go all the way around the circle and i gotta come down that home stretch all out full out and indoor it's a little bit different but i definitely prefer outdoor okay well because indoor every time i've watched it over the years it almost looks like y'all are floating. Mm-hmm. Like it's like there's a lot of give to mm-hmm. the track. Is it or is it harder than what it really looks like on TV? Running around that bank does yeah. uh, make it a little bit hard. Um, it really depends. Different feel, right? It's I mean, a different, definitely different feel. Indoor track is usually different from your average outdoor track. Um, they keep it nice and clean in there, so it's yeah. usually not as compact. You have to worry about little pea gravel mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff getting up under your feet. So again. it's very interesting to run in there. Also, it's a lot tighter, so it's harder to pass people, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. for That's me. Maybe point. not for you know, 400 runners and stuff. But for me, it's harder to pass people, um, especially in the 800. Um, those quick events and trying to pass people on curves, uh, almost impossible sometimes. But, wow. you know, we make it through. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, guess, a question for all of y'all. Now, obviously, Bob Jones would be the biggest rival for y'all, but who are some teams that you know, and, uh, and whoa, whoa, really whoa, whoa. give you a ride for your money? Go ahead and preface it with where you went to school. I, I went to Bob Jones. Okay. They, they, they didn't oh. need to know that. They, they, they didn't need to know that. <laughs> well, yeah, they needed to know. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to Bob Jones, yeah. I, um, I'm a Bob Jones guy, but what I will say is uh, I'm just curious about who, like, really y'all view as, like, a really top competitor like when y'all like go to these events like Hoover 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 and Vestavia and Vestavia yeah. yeah all those three those are some Birmingham schools we're not really too worried about Madison but I um, hear you 
I think those um, Hoover, the Stabia, and Huntsville, those three, they really do a lot for us in um, terms of competitiveness and yeah. just going back and forth at track meets. Um, I think that those three are definitely our biggest competitors. Yeah, okay. just like a, like, a, like a friendly rivalry almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. And so when y'all go to these events and, and compete, how many teams are generally uh, at these events with you? Is it just for 7A? Is it just – is it – I'd oh say about a hundred teams. Why? Uh, about a hundred. I didn't realize there was that in the, many in the indoor. Yeah, in indoor, especially Ever. it depends on what meet you're going to, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon. But either way, it's still going to be a lot of teams, yeah. and they're all equally trying to win just as much wow. as you are. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it really says a lot about y'all that y'all have been able to accomplish what you have. You know, even with a hundred teams at events, and you know, y'all getting all stars and state titles. It, I guess it really just says a lot about where JC's going for running. Yeah, most definitely. I'm here with some fighters, so I know yeah. the challenges can get way competitive, especially between um, those two, I'm Ben and sure. Isaac. I see it <laughs> yeah. all the time. I hear Warm-ups right next to each other, stride for stride. And uh, do you all have any seniors on the team that have really you all look up to and have really helped you all along the way? Um, for me, uh, I just look up to their personalities and just the way that they you know, lead and as team leaders and the way they call people out when they're doing something wrong. I think we have a team that likes to hold people accountable, and definitely coach is happy with that. that well, you got to have that. It. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and I mean, it comes a lot more coming from a teammate sometimes than it does coach. Most you definitely. Know? I mean, it really does because that's your teammate. You don't want to let them down. Coaches, you know, coaching the You don't let coach down people. either. But he's talking to a thousand people a day at practice, uh -huh. and I think. For us to have teammates that can hold us accountable, it's definitely yeah. easier on him and making his job easier every yeah. time that someone well, gets called out. So, yeah. You bring up a good point, too, because for those that's, that's never been to track meet, it's kind of like going to a gymnastics meet. There's so many things going on um, at once, and you want to watch it all, but you can't really just, you know, you, if you focus on this and you're missing that. Coach, how do you be everywhere? Because you can't be. So how are you managing shot put while the 800 is going on, while the – 100s right behind it, and why the you know long jumps happening? Or I still to this day <laughs> run around everywhere like yeah, well, a head cut off like a chicken. Yeah. Well, and, but we got we got a lot of good assistant coaches. We really do. Um, I've got to handpick all my coaches. Nobody's ever been assigned to me. That's great. We're up to nine now, and getting a lot of youth in there. A lot of 27 to 29 year olds. A lot of new new um, blood, as we call it. Awesome. It's really set up really good. Coach Mattingly does all the paperwork, all the eligibility, all the money. And, That's nice. It's not nice that to um, that. Coach Marianne, her specialty is driving the buses and making sure we have bus drivers. Everybody has their, their um, role. And, yes, yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's, that's what, what makes it. Have. That's yeah. what makes it happen. That's awesome. And you're obviously a very good uh, manager of those roles. I mean, you've been successful for a long time. How many years you been there now? Well, I've been there since, since the door, one, right? door opened. So I, 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 really. I was a third person hired there, and I'm the only head coach at since um, day one that's still yeah. there really because you're under that um yeah. you're in that fishbowl man yeah. 2013 um, was that yeah. what it was it was 2013 Two, with 2011 yeah, yeah. okay 12 years yeah. i mean yeah. um I want, before i forget i want i want you to share your news that you told me all fair coming in because this is awesome man qualified for new york city marathon that's the third year in a row that's awesome was today and set the all-time course record over at um the carnival frolic half marathon for 55 to 59 
So, so kids, y'all see, right? I mean, coaches doing it, right? Y'all have no choice but to do it. That's phenomenal. I mean, it really is. Congratulations to you, man. That's I, that's just incredible. So that's awesome. Good for you, man. When will that be? When will the marathon New, New York? Here? Yeah, New York happens to be nothing's ever coincidental. I, I, there's no other way for me to say it. Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. It'll be November 5th on my birthday next oh, year. Wow. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'll have to remember there your birthday. Go. What's I'm your happy birthday? I'm, um, I got five national championships in the next five months. I'll be at the United States track and field um, indoor track and field meet in three weeks. Then they fly me um, April 1st to um, Cherry Blossom 10-miler national championship. There'll be 80,000 runners in it. There's oh, wow. 3,500 in my age. I'm seated fourth right now. Um, great things are happening. But the only reason I'm doing this is to influence kids and influence people. You are. Yeah, and, and That's the, all I, I want to do. I was going to say, it's not just kids. It's adults as well. I mean, absolutely. Now, did somebody ask how many you've got on the team? In <laughs> We're growing so crazy. <laughs> I mean, day one at practice, we had 92. And I what? thought the floodgates are back open because since um, 2020, you know, we went way down. To th- the most we've ever had is 215 kids. That but 2020 came and we we just had it's, wow. it's been slow growth. But I think Coach Maddenly said we're up to 142 kids right now, and we'll, wow. we'll keep growing until next Saturday's the first yeah. meet at James Clemens. After that, I won't take nobody. Well, what, yeah. So how do y'all feel about? I mean, it's obviously. I mean, I, I had no idea. But I was thinking no, like 30. No, there, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like 32. <laughs> There really is no behavioral issues. If you came to our practice, it'll blow you away. It's electrifying. We meet every day. We give out the assignments for every group. Each coach knows what they're doing. We get at, I mean, and as he said, the seniors, they're looking, man. And if you're not meeting that standard, they're jumping your tail. That's awesome. And, and, you know, if I have to call somebody that day, you can't let anybody take away and be a distraction or take away from what this team's trying to do. That's right. Yeah. That's and, right. And I want to just kind of piggyback off that. Just uh, talk to me a little bit about the culture that he's established at James Clemens and what the expectations are. Um, I think it's a really good culture because um, everybody has a good work ethic and we really push each other to reach our goals and even go past them. And I would say that we have a lot of good leaders on the team to keep everybody like going in the right direction because we don't have nearly enough coaches to keep all 90 plus of us going there. Yeah. So. So how many coaches are there? We're we're nine, but there's not enough. (laughs) You could have 30 and there wouldn't be enough. Right. I mean, wow. So how do you, like you said, how do you manage that? Do you put a lot of that on your assistant coaches just to kind of, you know, maybe break them off? Well, we break up in groups, you know. Coach Davis mainly will do the throwing, but um, Coach Oliver, he's new, but he'll either do sprints or, or, or distance running. I'll do I'll do distance running or any of the field events. Coach Johnson can float um, basically from everything. It depends on, you know, what we got going on. But everybody knows their assignment. They know their assignment. Um, I like workouts. Maybe we would have um, uh, six – 200s or, or whatever it is but here's what I say the workout doesn't begin at the first one every kid maybe it's the fourth one when you feel pain and you feel tired and you feel beat up that's when the workout begins yeah and you do not 
quit the no, workout. You, gotta go past you have to finish the workout. The workout's done when you finish. And that's the culture we're trying to develop. That's all. Everybody's got a different level, but that's the mentality. As long as you're getting better every single day, we don't really talk about state championship. We don't talk about any of that. Because all that's going to come. If you yeah. do what you're supposed Processes to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And the reason I ask how many you had on the team, I was a high jumper back in high school. Still and, holds a record, and, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yes, bragging for you. But anyway, I can remember, though, in some of those meets, you know, some guys did more than one event. So they're running from this end of the – the stadium to the you know they might be triple jumping down here and then they they have to go get their high jump in down here and so i thought well maybe you don't have that problem but i'm seeing nodding heads so we try to structure things monday and wednesday are running days so it's just it's runners hard on the track intervals sprinters doing different um, speed work and different percentages and whatever um, then that leaves Tuesday and Thursday totally when you're fresh to focus on your your jumps and your throws if you're a pure sprinter then you'll do hurdle dynamic drills you'll do relay handoffs for 20 minutes you'll do block starts for 20 minutes and everybody on Tuesday and Thursday hits the weight room yeah 5 o'clock to 545 and I'm talking about during the meet itself Though I mean, you may have that kind of yeah, running yeah, around, you so you you get some running in that way too. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely still run all over the place. Mm-hmm. Got to max out what we can do. Yeah. I mean, right? Because yeah, I mean, as far as I guess the scheduling, when when um, whenever there's competition, they you know they don't know how many different kids from different schools are competing in different things, mm-hmm. so they they just have to throw it out there and hope y'all can get there when you can't. Yeah. Right? Do y'all have y'all ever missed? an opportunity to be able to compete because you were competing in another event? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were... Uh, uh, did we have the 400? No, I think it, we... It was it, the indoor meet? It was the indoor meet. Yeah, so we, y'all, we, y'all we missed had, the shot put. We shot. We, we, so we, had, we were doing four events. We had the hurdles, high jump, long jump, and shot put. Wow. And we did the... We did high jump... Long jump in uh, 400. Wait, was it 400 or hurdles? I think it was hurdles. Hurdle, hurdles, hurdles. Hurdles, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is, it was a while ago. But um, And then we just we missed the opportunity to go to shot put because they didn't they didn't announce it first of all and then oh, second wow. off so we so we were busy doing that and then we get over there to try to check in and like ask what what we were supposed to do for that and then they were just like oh your your, your flight passed three flights ago so we were oh, just like all geez. right that was a blessing though yeah it was a blessing because then we got to do the the four by four relay Oh, and there we, we go. Good. And y'all, y'all did well on that? Yeah. Yes. There you go. So it, I, it all worked out. Yeah. And, you know, in your jumping events, I know it was as, high, as far as high jump goes, you know, and I guess it's still this way. You know, it comes up to the next time. You can pass, you know, as the height goes up. So you don't have to jump at every Oh, okay. At every, every height. Okay. Yeah. Of course, of course you guys, waited to the end just to break the record. Well, That's no, what you did. Well, no, I jumped every time because I just thought that kept me loose, loose and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, some guys would pass and then they get when they decide to jump, they couldn't even get too high. Yeah, it got too high. So, um, you know, you can 
you do have that advantage if you're if you're competing somewhere else. You can maybe send word, <laughs> hey, he's passing or whatever. So, but the running events, yeah, you got to be on the line whenever it's time to go. Yeah, coach, I'm curious a little bit about uh, about your background with uh, running. Like, where did you go to high school? Where did you uh, did you go anywhere in college to do track and field or cross country? I, I ran um, in Tennessee. Um, I was at a school really. Uh, really inner city top school and um, had to fight to get on the tr- track team but I, I got on the four bay 800 as a freshman and nice. we we set state record then we we moved to um, mississippi and um, i was the first white guy on the mississippi on start with mississippi's team in probably 10 years really and um, one state in the half mile mile and two mile and had opportunities at 12 schools to, I mean the places to go I choose old Miss because my sister went there okay. nice. went for um, little um, Joe Walker who, who um, was Goodwill Games distance running coach and cool. I sit after practice trying to learn how to coach and stuff and got run over by a car that year oh, oh no spent a year and a half in the hospital and got released and went to uh, NAI school at University of West Florida I was yeah. the first um, All-American there, first national champion there, first academic All-American That's there. That's amazing you recovered, and to be able my, to recover and, like that, to yeah, be able to run. Met my wife, so it was, oh, it was a blessing. Oh, that was a blessing, yeah. But, so, um, yeah. yeah, God always works it out. Yeah. So it, it sounds does. like you really have a you know a real background in it. And, Coach, just, you know, but we got to take a break. But before we leave, I just wanted you to uh, go around and just announce all the athletes who are with you once again and just uh, say who you are and what you do for James Clemens. All right. Uh, this is my 34th year or 11th year there, and um, indoor track, outdoor track, cross country. Uh, Isaac Pollard, uh, multi-event, can do any event. Emma Bother, all-star um, cross country and and um, all-state cross country, and she can do anything she wants to do. I have high goals for her. And um, yeah, Ben Thomason, um, I think he he can be one of the nation's best, if not the nation's best. And in multi-events, whoever gets him is going to be lucky. And um, Dylan Dreyer, the complete package, 421 in the mile, 155 in the 800, uh, 1549 in the 5K. So he has all the range and. He could, whoever gets him, man, they can build a team around here. Well, Coach, I really appreciate you uh, bringing everyone out today, and I really appreciate y'all taking the time. Yeah. Proud of every one of y'all. Thank, Thank you. Thank you all for having us. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed yeah. the food. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, we got we to take a quick break here on Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We'll be right back. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230 5 
1-800-285-9950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. This is First National Bank Student Advisory Board member Mason Butler from Clements High School, and I love First National Bank. They make it easy for me to balance school, work, and my social life. With convenient services like online banking, bill pay, and the mobile app, I can take care of my finances without having to worry. I can check my balance, transfer funds, and I was even able to apply for my checking account online. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. Addiction can have a crippling effect on everyone involved, leading to health problems and behavioral disorders. SOAR Addiction Recovery can help with their comprehensive and confidential treatment. SOAR understands the heartache and pain of addiction and can empower you to re-engage in a meaningful life. If you or someone you know needs help, don't wait. Call SOAR Addiction Recovery. That's S-O-A-R at 374-3858. Located at 30521 Ardmore Avenue in Ardmore. It's time for you to soar. Call now, 374-3858. Soar Addiction Recovery. Keep up with Athens and Limestone County Sports with a Play Action Sports Report. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform, the Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Hey, I'm Cody Gross. I'm the head football coach at Athens High School, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hey, welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Live from Applebee's in Athens, Alabama, and live in studio, we have the Elkmont track coach, Matt Black, along with Alex Coons. Guys, how are we doing? Doing great. How are you doing? Great. Well, I really appreciate you all joining, and so just talk to us a little bit what's going on in the world of Elkmont running. Uh, well, um, trying to rebuild. Yeah. Right. Um, first year there. Uh, got me in, um, trying to get my numbers up. Okay. Um, did, How many do you have right now, Coach? Uh, 15. You should have talked to Coach before he left. I think he said he had 142. Right. <laughs> well, that's what, that's, what happens when you're, that's what happens when you're there for 11 years. Exactly. So it's a it's a small beginning. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, like the Bible says, don't despise the days of small beginnings. Right? That's right. Um, so uh, when I first got there, I applied for a grant from Dix. Okay. Um, got approved. They filled the full 15000 Nice. So I'm able to buy all new implements. Nice. Um, everything I need. That's huge. Right. So that, that's a big start there. We're, our big construction project we got going on right now um, is a uh, I got a 10 by 10 slab put down and we're going to have a shot and disc area oh sweet uh, so we can get that going um, tracks obviously an issue can't really can't really do anything of that about that right now mm. um, but at least we can get the throws going yeah um, and that'd be a big so big thing. so when y'all I mean just say for those that are practicing 100 yard day I mean you just do it on the football field I mean where y'all run well and what Party I like to, well I mean what I like to do um, is when we when you know especially early season 
season. You've got a lot of new runners. Uh, we do a lot of aerobic-based running anyway, so they'd be like schoolyard runs, if you will. Yeah. So I'm saying, hey, we need to go out for 15 minutes. You need to hold a pace for 15 minutes right now, just trying to build some aerobic right. base. Yeah, and then for sprinters, um, a lot of that just on the football field would start out probably no more than 50, 60 yards. And we would we would work and Wide build open. up. Yeah, we would we would work and build up from that. Okay. And then once we got into the hundreds, we would need to have it actually marked off somewhere, right? right? right. But um, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking I can't even think of a good flat, smooth area. It's, it's on tough. Those campus. It's tough. Let's do it. It's tough. Um, so I'm trying to work with uh, other schools that's got a track that could possibly maybe we could. Buddy yep. up and, and just let us use some facilities and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's in the works. But uh, as of right now, we're just doing all we can. Coach, talk to me about the young man sitting next to you right here. Yeah, this is Alex Koontz here. And actually, I'll let him do all the talking himself. He's a great, great young man. Got a, a very solid work ethic and he's driven, right? Yeah. So I'm glad to inherit someone like him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Alex. Um, and real quick, ask for you. I want you to go ahead and talk about your academics as well, because yeah. that's, that's just as impressive as no your athletics. It is pretty impressive. So, yeah. um, well, you know, um, on the academic side of things, you know, right now I'm finishing out senior year. Um, I have three AP classes at the moment um, in standard English, trying to hold my uh, 4.1 GPA. I'm nice ranked fifth in my class. 4.1? Um, you got to do better somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Just, just trying to hold out, man, you know, just trying to apply for all these scholarships and trying to figure out where I'm going and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a real struggle. I really didn't even realize it, you know. Like five minutes ago, I was a freshman. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it goes by fast, and and when you get my age, it goes by really fast. So enjoy, it. stay young. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's just like ever since freshman year, like I remember, you know, my first time um, making it to state, and you know, it was just an awesome experience. And since you know that moment, I've really tried to put in the work, you know, trying to get a lot of the miles in, you know, on my own. I would assume probably around 80, 85 percent of my miles are on my own. You know, yeah. I run with people around, but um, really, I just try to make everything specifically focused on what my needs yeah. are. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm glad um, you said that because we were talking with James Clemens earlier, their track um, coach and, and team, you know, y'all saw them leaving, but um, I always admired people that do run track and field or participate in that sport. It's a lot like wrestling. You have to have so much self-discipline. Whereas, yes. you know, if you're playing baseball, football, basketball, whatever, it's more of the team deal, right? You know what I mean? Like everybody's doing this at the same time with each other. Whereas you, y'all got to get those miles, like you said, in on your own, you know, and so I'm proud, proud of you for doing it. And, and That's I think a great what, work ethic. And I think what a lot of um, – track and field cross-country athletes also don't take into account is you know the recovery you know making sure that you're getting the right amount of sleep and making sure that you know your stress levels are you know like you know like you're having a happy life outside of just school right. running that's a great you know, point because you know you know like just stress on your body like just stress in your mind right. like fatigues your body a lot more than people realize well, since you bring that up with you having all these ap classes and you're trying to maintain this 4.1 yeah what does that do for your stress levels? Yeah. just i mean i mean it, it's a struggle but you know just i, I kind of use running um as a way for me to be that's able to great. clear my mind um along with you know being able to go out there and compete you know have a good time um and sometimes it's really hard, you know, but just getting out there and just getting the miles in, you know, having my AirPods and listening to music or there just listening to the, yeah. you know, Trey Swain, you know, 
Um, Nothing like you know, running outside with nature. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, I have two. I have two questions. Uh, one for each of y'all. So Alex, uh, talk to me about how you've worked with your coach and you know, really make the transition for him easy and really just you know, like you said, y'all are kind of rebuilding right now. But y'all have 15. What sounds like really good guys and really good uh, runners, really sure. good track and field. Just talk to me a little bit about that. So um, before he came in, you know, a lot of my runs, you know, I've kind of like created on my own just because I've just had this routine since freshman year. Um, and, you know, us, I think the communication between us is super good. Yeah. You know, he tells me, you know, hey, you know, I want you to hit these paces today on this workout. You know, let me know how it goes. You know, you need to make sure that, you do, that you're doing these dynamic stretches. You know, you need to make sure that, you know, you're not you're not going out too fast. You're not staying too slow. You know, it's just the communication there, I think, is um, really important. Um, and I think that we do a pretty good job of that so oh, far. Yeah, no doubt. No um, doubt. Indoor season, I think, was really awesome, you know, especially us being able to go out to Louisville and race. Yeah. Um, that, was an, yeah. that was an experience that I've, I've never gotten to experience before. Okay. So, um, yeah, we made that happen last – I guess it was last weekend, right? Yeah. Really? Um, he, oh. hit, he hit his 159 um, in the eight, which put him seventh nice. in nationals. Awesome. Um, and then, well, congratulations. You know, that was a big thing there, breaking that two-minute thing, because that's where he left off last year, right, at, at State and Outdoor. Mm-hmm. And ideally, you would want your – you would want by the end of indoor your – uh, PRs to be met. Right. Okay, it's in a okay. perfect world, right? Yeah. So if he was at 159 at the end of outdoor, we want to see him hit that by the end of indoor, and he's done that. So. And, and I'll ask you the same I asked the others: You're running indoor versus outdoor. Obviously, it's different, right? The feel of the track and everything yeah. else. Do you have a preference? So, to me, I like outdoor track more. Um, there's a little more. Um, there, there's some disadvantages to it, you know, just because like you can't predict, you can always predict the weather, wow. stuff like that. Um, but in, I mean, I, th- there's there's a reason for both of them. I feel like, right? You know, indoors you can really get out there. You know, you don't have that wind, stuff like that. But then again, you know, you're having all the different turns. You yeah. know, the surfaces of the track aren't the same. You know, the Mondo surface is really tough on your body okay. because of just how thin it is. Do but you, it's fast. Do you yeah. feel like you have to pick up your feet higher when you're running on the indoor track? Because so, they do. They look almost like sticky. So or, I yeah, know. and p- p- plus the track is banked too. Right. So with the track being banked as well, you know, you're. That, that's another thing that makes it faster, but then it doesn't make it faster. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I um, so, like, just for fast times, I prefer outdoors. Okay. Um, but, you know, when it's 20 degrees outside, I'd like to be outside. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, well by and large, too, you know, you're yeah, indoor – you're, you're you're competing and you're prepping almost for outdoor. I don't want to say that it's just like practice for outdoor, but your best track. But you're maintaining athlete, your your best track athletes are going to be yeah. competing in indoor, and then yeah, their times and distances and things will get that much you know uh, better in the outdoor. Yeah, right. That makes sense. That's awesome. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciate y'all taking the time today to, to come in and just chat a little bit sure. about track and field. Yeah. I, I yeah. really well, wish y'all the y'all best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. And good luck to you. Proud of you, man. Yeah, That's proud awesome. of you as well, ma'am. I really appreciate you as well, Coach. Yes, thank y'all. And this is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. It was another great episode, another great edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Unfortunately, we are done for the day, and we are out of here. Once again, this is Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Hope you all have a good day.
you're looking for an alternative to the insane prices of buying furniture, appliances, and electronics outright, why not consider Rent to Own at Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens? High quality at low prices. Top brands like GE, Maytag, Samsung, and Ashley. No credit approval and flexible payment options. See what you can take home today. Visit Buddy's Home Furnishings in Athens at 600 South Jefferson Street in the Athens Shopping Center. Go online to BuddyRents.com or call 206-9505. Buddy's Home Furnishings. It's 2023 and it's the year of the gig. Gig Speed Internet has the power to change lives starting right where you live. Slay your workouts this year. Stream your sets. Track your runs. Chart your gains. Call WKNT at 877-954-8748 to get your gig life started today. That's 877-954-8748. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000 square foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, the Lion's Den Gym. 256-652-2627. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, live from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill on Highway 72 East in Athens, just off I-65. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.